you are listening to fifa talks with hathi and we are going to be talking about day 13 match analysis for 37 games the one certainty at this world cup had been goals every game had produced at least one a powerful header a slick back heel a well shaped free kick mexican goals brazilian goals and lots and lots of russian and belgian and english goals every team had scored at least one save costa rica and peru and then peruvians put two past australia to join the club on their way out of the door on tuesday leaving only costa rica with 90 minutes to break the seal <laughs> but though but through it all the tournament had not produced a single scoreless tie until tuesday when france and denmark slogged through 90 minutes here and the streak the longest without 0-0 tie to start a world cup in history was over by the hour mark the crowd of 78000 plus had turned on both teams whistling loudly while when first france and then denmark shuffled the ball around midfield showing little intent when antonio griezmann's when antonio griezmann france's best scoring threat went off in the 68th minute the crowd greeted his departure with more cheers but without pogba matuidi and Kai, and mbappe to press the french attack they were held out of the lineup by deschamp for the rest or at least in the pogba's case to avoid yellow card suspension in the next round as for peru versus australia peru recorded their first win at world cup final since 1978 as they beat australia in the last match of the tournament for both sides australia needed to defeat already eliminated peru and hope france beat denmark in order to reach the last 16 but the south americans went ahead with a fine low 15 yard volley from carillo excellent defending from uh, anderson denied matthew lecky a close range equalizer as australia struggled to create create clear cut chances peru captain guero only able to play in the tournament after tribunal overturned a 14 month drug ban sealed the victory when he spun and shot into far corner his ban was overturned his ban was overturned only just before the start of the tournament after captains of group rivals australia denmark and france wrote to fifa asking them to lift the ban it was a fully deserved result for guero and his team to give his country support the win that they desire nevertheless more than 40000 peruvians traveled to russia and they have been determined to enjoy each and every moment so that was it about group c now let's talk about group d match analysis and we have specially for that asit suresh who will be coming here and talking with us about the group d and how was the last match day hi ashit what's up hey what's up um, so group d was exciting because croatia yeah. had already qualified with six points they won both of yeah. their matches they didn't really need to win this one and <laughs> iceland and that would, and, and that is something that you could see with the, the you know players that were playing just nine players nine players were new only two players ivan perisic and luka modric were retained from the last two games yeah and even they were subbed out after a while because uh, obviously the coach didn't want them to be burned out 
Yeah. Right. Uh, so looking at Group D before uh, today, it was Croatia was at six points, Argentina was at one, and <laughs> Iceland also at one, and Nigeria yeah. at three. So yeah. Croatia had already qualified for this one, uh, and everyone was obviously talking about Argentina because yeah. they were the shocker of this World Cup, I think, till now. Yeah, because uh, okay. Okay, uh, for everyone who is listening, me and Ashok had a bet before the match of all group D began, and we were, I was rooting for Nigeria, and he was rooting for Argentina. Yeah, because let's be honest, what what really is a World Cup without Argentina? I mean, without Messi. <laughs> okay, let's, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, that being that being very frank and honest. Oh, so. Yeah, but the thing is, you could totally see that Messi was a bit uh, absent during all most of the group matches. I mean, even during the first match, if you could see yeah. Iceland against Iceland, Messi's magic was—it uh, wasn't quite there, you know. Yeah. Uh, see, here's the thing: Messi needs people around him to get him the ball. Without the ball at his feet, he can't do a lot. And uh, just just like any other match, Messi is always surrounded by minimum three players, right? Uh, so the match against Croatia and against Iceland, uh, Messi wasn't that spectacular. But today's match, it was uh, Messi and the entire Argentinian squad. They changed gears today. Uh, they scored. Uh, Messi scored the goal in the 15 uh, in the 14 minute of the game, and yeah. that just you could see the difference today. There were there True. were uh, there were there were a lot of moments where uh, you could still see that they need improvement. But there was uh, there was a stark difference in today's match and the previous two matches. True, but yeah, there was a stellar difference. That is true about that. But you could see that there was a flashback in this particular World Cup for Nigerian fans. Because in 2014, when they were tied with Argentina to all, it was Marcus Rojo who scored the winning I, I goal. Yes, yes. And even 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 in this World Cup, you could just see that it's like they weren't expecting Marcus Rojo to make that run. That run was stellar. It came out of nowhere. And uh, it but came out of nowhere. It was similar to uh, last year's uh, previous World Cup, but. Uh, this time a lot was at stake because had Nigeria won this they would have qualified oh yes yes, yes right yes. because uh, Croatia versus Iceland Iceland lost that match right yeah. so whoever won today's match between Nigeria and Argentina they would automatically qualify to the round of 16 yes, let me ask you this what are your hopes from the group D I mean group D was a very it was a very tough uh, group because you could actually see that most of the teams that in group D were able to hold Argentina down. And like, Argentina was the group's favorite to like, you know, get past it. Unlike Croatia, Argentina had to work for it. What uh, what Croatia did uh, is what we expected Argentina to do from from the beginning. When, exactly. uh, when we started, when the World Cup started and we looked at Group D, we, we had Argentina as the favorites. We had no doubts that they would qualify and they would be uh, at the top of the group with uh, either yeah. Croatia or Nigeria uh, coming second. But 
It was something else. What did you think about Croatia in this particular group? I mean, they were good. Actually, really, you know, one of the contenders for this particular World Cup. I would say that uh, they do have a slight chance. Uh, see, it, it was. Uh, it it's not as if they were. Uh, they are Germany from 2014's World Cup. Like <laughs> when we when we started watching the finals. We wanted uh, Argentina to win, but in our mind, we knew it was probably going to be Germany. So it's not as if Croatia is Germany. Like it might just reach the finals or maybe the semi-finals. But after that, if it if it does reach the semi-finals or the finals, it will be the underdog team. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now Croatia, you said you were saying that they have a very good uh, team. Yeah. Croatia, so, I think, have a. Uh, they don't have a great team, but they have. Uh, they have all around. Uh, they have all round team in all their uh, playing areas. They have a pretty decent defense, a really good midfield line, and some pretty good attackers as well. That's the thing, right? That is the thing. That is the difference between Croatia and uh, I guess Argentina. Croatia have a team. Yeah, exactly. Argentina has even a mediocre teams. one, but a team. Yeah, and Argentina has one man taking them. Even even okay, Messi was the top scorer in all the qualifier matches for the World Cup. I mean, without Messi, it's I nothing. don't think Argentina would have qualified for even playing for top thirty-two. Yeah, they they won't. They they genuinely won't be. But aren't they? Uh, they they are they are depending way too much on one man, and that pressure would soon enough going to break that one man because. It 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 did break him once. I mean, he he left. Yeah, international uh, football. He did leave it. Coming to today's match, both of the matches, or are we going to focus more on Argentina? Argentina, because dude, it was a melodramatic match. Yeah, क्या हो रहा था? Like, I think I speak for everyone when I say we were just looking at Croatia's score just to see that if Messi and company are going to play in the last sixteen. Yeah, and with 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 the starting stunner at 14 minutes, they just thought, yeah, they had it, you know. Yeah, uh, I think. And then Argentinian defense screwed up. <laughs> they have been screwing up the entire tournament. The Argentinian defense has been screwing up throughout the tournament till now. Like it's like they the defense line didn't really learn anything. <laughs> Mascherano, uh, Mascherano gave a penalty after uh, after Messi scored second half. When you are when you need a win, when you compulsory need a win to go to the round of 16, you can't wrap your arms around a player and pull him down in the penalty box. That's that's just idiotic. <laughs> that is purely idiotic. But the thing is, it would it put a lot of pressure on all the other ten players. Mostly on Messi, obviously. Yeah. To score again, and with Nigeria, they were playing because okay, they had three points. Okay. Yeah, they, they had three points. Even if they do one with four, you do you get that one point difference? Yeah. Even you know, there is there is a Bollywood there is a Bollywood dialogue. Ek chutki sindur ki mat tum kya jano Ramesh Babu. Right now, Nigeria are actually saying that ek point ki kimat tum kya jano Lionel Messi Babu. Yeah, because uh, had this match been tied, uh, and Iceland would have been uh, would have lost to Croatia, uh, it would have been Nigeria that would have gone through 
instead of Argentina. Yes, obviously, 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 and that would have been the biggest. Uh, I mean, until up till now, that would have been the big upset ever. Yeah, and uh, the final, be, the final last particular year. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I would say uh, we kind of support uh, Argentina because it is difficult to see a round of 16 without. Argentina without Messi without Di Maria but i think Nigeria did deserve it a bit more than Argentina did because Argentina haven't been up to the mark at all in the entirety of the qualifying stages but, i think it was sheer dumb luck you know yeah it was i think uh, yeah sure that uh, i would say the uh, last winning goal was pure luck or i don't know actually what to call it and uh, Mascherano was just he was doing uh, he was trying he was, to make up for the penalty that he gave he uh, i think after giving away the penalty mascherano realized that uh, the stakes are high and he literally uh, put his soul and heart into winning every single challenge that came up, came his way and even injuring his uh, forehead and he was i think for the entirety of the second half he was bleeding uh, without any medical attention given towards him but he still was able to continue somehow okay okay the last two matches were a wake up call do you really think that a footballing royalty that argentinian giants are do really need two wake up call matches for them still because the thing is argentinians had the same lackey and they were lacking off at places in midfield you can properly see that argentinian midfield wasn't up to the mark the defense were working but they were barely working yeah it was just this was, it was the, just it's like you're it talking about today's match like to be honest okay. it wasn't much of a difference it's just that uh, messi clicked and a few other mm-hmm. times yeah i think uh, now that they have qualified for the round of 16 what they really need to do is pick up the things that worked for them today and work on the things that didn't like their defense line has uh, they uh, they were missed there were miss passes in the defense line that's the one place where you shouldn't be screwing around with passes because now all the big teams all the big boys will be coming to play and they would look for all the flaws that in Argentina they will they will exploit everything <laughs> they will exploit their entire midfield and defense and yeah. man marking one man isn't that hard i think yeah uh, we, we have seen it against iceland and croatia messi had been uh, genuinely genuinely speaking messi had been tamed in both those matches true now that uh, argentina has been given the second chance do you think that they would be able to get through with any more disappointments or would this be their last hail mary i don't think there will be any more miracles for argentina they really need to pull up their socks otherwise they will be out of the world cup and uh, you could you could see that this, it still means a lot for them you could see di maria crying you could see mascherano and messi hugging it out as if it their lives dependent on it and uh, i i I think I I have a feeling that uh, they will turn up their gears now. I hope they do. Okay. Uh what was what favorite moment for from today? Uh there were two moments actually from today's match. Uh one was uh, one was Messi's goal 
he got mm-hmm. across from all the way from the half line he beautifully controlled it on his thigh and with uh, one more touch and right foot bang goal that's all he needed three three touches that's magical nifty yeah and uh, the second one was uh, his second shot on goal and yeah. it was from a free kick right outside the uh, outside the box you would uh, you would think that he was probably going for the first post but uh, it it's messy i mean he isn't going to do what what you predict he went for the second yeah. post it hit the bar like even like taking a penalty and missing like you won't ever think about it okay sorry you should fire okay uh ronaldo mixed as well yeah well uh, i mean just just putting it out there just putting it out there just putting it out there <laughs> okay so my favorite moment was when uh, marcus rojo scored oh yeah i think that and was the, the favorite moment for everyone on in that field and in argentina because and his celebration was worth the watch I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was literally all the emotions coming out. Like all yeah, they had to do was different could, for the next see, few minutes. You could see Messi happy. You could see that yes, we are coming and we are back. More like we are still alive, but okay. <laughs> Sir, I would really request your entire drop the savagery. Drop the savagery, sir, please. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think uh, that concludes the entire group D discussion. Ashish, we would really like you to come back more and uh, talk about well, less dank stuff, I suppose. But uh, it would be amazing to have you back. It was fun being there. <laughs>